This week on the podcast, we're in the Halloween spirit. And what's spookier than Naughty Dog delaying a game, Ubisoft delaying three games, and Bethesda delaying NPCs? All this and more next Moesha. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a fully loaded, spooktacular episode of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. It is Sunday, October 27th, 2019, four days before All Hallows' Eves. My name is Dan Allen, I'm joined today by Nicholas Cartier. Welcome to the haunting. Boo! So the beginning was from The Shining. That's where that was from. <laughs> the red rum. Uh, Billy! <laughs> Cartier, it is the Halloween season. Um, we've been trying to do little Halloween things throughout the month, I guess, but this is our last chance to really get any good Halloween vibes in before the Day of the Dead. Yeah. Is the Day of the Dead also still Halloween? Or is that literally in well, my head? I, I like, think that's May 5th. Isn't that Cinco de Mayo? Dia de los Muertos. I thought that was the Mexican Independence Day. I don't know. Halloween, though, Cartier. Back to this subject. I was thinking about what uh, what you like to personally do when it's that time of the year. What kind of things you watch. Um, but more than just ask you what what you're into this Halloween. What kind of things you've been doing to get yourself in the spirit. Uh, I actually want one recommendation. If you could recommend to anyone, assuming that they haven't seen anything, one recommendation, Halloween-based things, you can do one for each of these mediums if you want, but, I mean, TV, movie, video games, anything. Uh, Nike commercial. Hmm. The, hmm. Ca- the Cartier Halloween recommendations. The Halloween recommendations. Sorry to put you on the spot. It is fine. Um, honestly, man, I'd say nothing really gets you more in the mood for Halloween than, like, the, like, the, like, week prior to Halloween when, like, all the places are doing the trunk or treat stuff. Trunk or treat, yes. Because then it's just, like, Phoenix gets to go trick or treating multiple times in a year. Your small son. And he gets to rock Spider-Man. Starring as Spiderman. Spiderman. So, what I would recommend is, um... Some trunk so or treat? Yeah, for you. Um, abduct a four-year-old and then take them trick-or-treating. Well, it doesn't be for me personally, but I like... <laughs> I like that you're like, find... Why do I have to be abduct? Whoa. You don't think I, like, might know someone? Like, Cartier, first off, can I borrow your son? <laughs> <laughs> Second off. Nice. I like that. Just, ooh, in general. I didn't even think about that. Activities in general. Yeah. Fall in Michigan. First off, a beautiful place. To experience the autumn, the autumn season, what autumn we get? Well, yeah, no, there's like pumpkin patches. Cider you go like to the cider mill, apple cider. orchards. I'm like, he I rides haunted I houses, Erebus. If like you have thirty dollars on you, so for me, <laughs> for me, a big recommendation, something I didn't see till like maybe like four years ago. Uh, TV wise, if you can find Over the Garden Wall, Over the Garden Wall is really good, and it's like 
one of those things that isn't necessarily scary. It's just Halloween-themed game-wise. I could name, like, a few horror games, maybe. Like, I could tell you, personally, what I'm actually planning on playing on Halloween card here. I got a little sneak peek. But, no, I played Costume Quest not that long ago. And Costume Quest 2. Yeah. And those are just, like, 100% Halloween-based. So jolly. So good. Uh, good if you're... If you're like any age, I feel like younger people, maybe they wouldn't be down with like that turn-based system for that long. But yeah, no, it's quir- quirky in an ageless way. Um, this Halloween, Cartier, I don't know if you know this, but I like to celebrate with Tacoine every year, where I make a day's worth of tacos and or burritos and or nachos, make a lot of taco meat up, and then watch horror movies all day. I was like, how do I fix? horror games into the schedule of tacos and, you know, assorted horror movies, uh, I think at midnight this year, like, at the beginning of Halloween, like, the day before kind of thing, I'm gonna play, for the first time I've never played, but it was $4 PlayStation Network, Little Nightmares. Nice. Yeah, so that's exciting. You gonna record it? Four ninety nine. Eh, I might capture it. Eh, I might, I might. Yeah. I don't want to disturb the greatness that is Tacoween. But there's always time. I have been capturing footage for some of the stuff we're going to be talking about later. That reminds me. Trying to think of things to do with it, because I'm like, these games are new! But no, um, God. Neither of us said, like, a really scary horror movie, I will say that. Um, man. I mean, I know my mom has been, like, rolling through the horror movies, so she's been wanting to... I know, um, <laughs> oh, alright, I got a funny story for you. Yes. So, yes. the other day, my mom's watching Insidious. That's where she's at in the, like, Halloween movies. She's watching sure. that. So, she said, um, I was in the other room, I think I was watching either, like, The Office or Friends, because that's the kind of person I am right now, and, um, Phoenix went into, like, her side of the house or whatever, and I walked in there because I was like, oh, yeah, she's probably watching a horror movie. I should go see what he's doing, you know, make sure he's not bugging her. And she tells me that when he walks in, he literally, like, looks on the TV, sees what the kid's doing, gets on, like, all fours, but, like, upside down, and, like, crawls to her. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. So he's a little, he's a little weirdo. Insidious, enjoyable, <laughs> it, and the first one, if we're just talking about the first one, it ends with, like, hooves. Satan's hooves are all you kind of leave at the end of that movie remembering. <laughs> it's like, remember when we saw Satan's hooves? Like, yeah. 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 Evil Dead 2, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I would say everything I love horror doesn't necessarily fit that Halloween lifestyle charlie brown the great pumpkin oh man classic yes all charlie brown things so good i just didn't want to name a bunch of great adorable cute but dopey (laughs) things i love you know what i really recommend if you're in for a marathon of halloween movies uh you should watch if you've never seen the first hellraiser you should watch first hellraiser but let's say you've seen one or maybe one and two you should like run through three through seven (laughs) Because the continuity of Hellraiser is, uh, I mean, once you get through all of them, I would say it's borderline non-existent. Like, Pinhead is a thing. But, like, for all of them? No. Is he real in all of them? Hard to say. (laughs) Uh, They do a lot of weird shit. And what's those, that one car commercial that's been happening? It just came back. He's like, oh, he's like, I'm Mayhem. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. That guy's the star of, like, Hellraiser 5. And he's like... And hell, I don't know if it's five or six. I'm just 
who knows, in the pool of all of Hellraiser's. That, guy, that guy's on Law and Order. He's, I was just saying, and he's like a disgruntled cop, and he's yeah. solving a mystery, and I'm like, whoa, this one is good. He's also a distraught father, I'm sure. But I think my number one suggestion... Sorted past. My number one suggestion for Halloween would be to run through the Cell games, because let me tell you about <laughs> the, the Cell games. <laughs> yeah? Is there magical Halloween moments? No, not really. It's, oh. just, it's just good. <laughs> this week in Halloween recommendations. Cartier, we got so much to get through this week. Um, but we do have a treat. We have a treat first, and that's back by popular demand. We put the vote up on on um, straw poll up on online on the internet. Um, the deep web. The response was, you know, existent. And... For one week only, the return of, just for the sake of namesake, because you know it's been years since we talked about video games, but for one week only, for the special spooktacular, the longest running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming history, this week in gaming, Nicholas Cartier. Back by popular demand. Back by popular demand. Nicholas Cartier, what did you play this week in the gaming? First of all, this week in the gaming is brought to you by... Pumpkins. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for watching. And, uh... uh Pumpkins. Uh, this week in gaming, I played a shit ton of Apex. And I've been playing the Shadowfall events. Getting copyright claims. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been streaming. I've been streaming, like, almost like every other night. I've been watching. Yeah. They're decent. They're not bad. It's been good. It's, oh, it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable mode to watch, you know? Yeah. Uh, like if shotties and snipers came back and you were playing that. It's just some things I'm drawn to. Yeah. And then, once you draw me in with something like that, Cartier, you play a few normal rounds and then you just got me watching Apex. Yeah. And that's the trick. Mm-hmm. And then you've tricked me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gimmicks. It's it's good, though. What I've been able to catch of you playing online, I know you've probably been playing other times also. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's been good. That's good. You want to know why? Let me stop you and compliment you, Cartier. Because you... Are no good son of a bitch, no. <laughs> because, because you are. What's the best? What's the best way to say this? You're like. You're well versed in that game. Watching you in that game is interesting because, uh, it's not like you. I I don't think you're incapable of it. And I don't even know if this is an apex thing. But it's not like you're like, one eighty no scoping the sun. It's like. You're good at this game. You might not even admit that, but you're good at this game, and you're well-versed at the game. And it's interesting to watch, because there really is, like, a chance of it going either way. You never know, yeah. especially in a game. Sometimes I pull it out, sometimes I pull through. Like this, yeah, you, you actually have, like, a lot of victories. When you're like, oh, I finally won. I actually thought you had already won as a human in Shadowfall before you said you did. I kind of figured, but you just won as a Shadow. So yeah. You know, mob mentality, mm-hmm. legion mentality. Yeah. But no, it's... It's cool to watch you because, um, yeah, the, you're clearly well-versed, even with, like, new maps, you're just well-versed with the mechanics and the movement, and yeah. it's all real good. Sliding. Uh, you have places to go. You've gone these places before. You've done your reps. That's really the moral of the story, so that's enjoyable. Uh, it's cool to see you in, like, a new map and then back to the a night version of the original map you've been playing for so long, for two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, after this is done, what are your thoughts on going back to... Do you think that you will just be on one map for a while? 
Yeah, probably. And um, that's gonna make me real sad because I do enjoy that map. That's one. That's like one of the main reasons I'm gonna miss that mode on November fifth when the event's over, the fight or fright, is that I'm not gonna be able to play the old map again. I do love that map a lot. Just because, like, I know I know where shit is. I know where shit spawns. Yeah, feels good. Yeah, familiar like an old shoe. Mm-hmm. Plus, like the giant <laughs> avocado is now a giant glowing avocado that breathes fire. Whoa. Yeah? The big fucking... Avocado. What are they? Behemoth things? I call okay. them avocado. They look like avocados. The big ol' bottom-heavy... Leviathans. <laughs> Not behemoths. Leviathans. 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 Oh, yes. I do have one more thing to say about that. Yes, so, it's please. like, when you're playing that event and you die, you turn into the shadows. And um, as a shadow, you just like keep responding when people kill you. But you have, like, increased speed and you have increased damage. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that is most satisfying in that game, it's a lot like when I was playing that stupid fucking wolf game on my uh, phone. Where, like, yes. oh, where it would be, like, I'd find a bunch of people and we'd just be, like, running. You're a pack of wolves. Yeah, just, pa- just, packs of, just pack of wolves just doing wolf things, you know, mm-hmm. attacking beavers and shit. But in this, it's, like... You find a couple zombies, and then you see where they're running, and then you see a person, and it's just fucking chaos. And then, like, once that person's dead, you guys just, like, move on to, oh, one of us died over there. How about all five of us go that way? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's even great, even on the small scale, where you're just, like, you're a zombie. You're booking. You're booking. You're cooking. You're legging it. You're running. Blow by another one. I I know sometimes, I've watched a lot of you, I've watched you play a lot of this at this point. So sometimes, you know, you guys are going to your own places. It's time to run. Sometimes it's like, oh shit, another zombie. It's like, stop. Now we're two people running. Yep. <laughs> and that shit is magical. <laughs> like, there is no communication needed. It's like, uh, crouch, crouch, crouch. Is there any public kind of team speak for Apex? Or you have to be in a group? Uh, there is when you guys are in a team. I don't know. Because, like, once it gets to final ten, those ten people are on a team. I don't know if the mics work on that because I never have my mic on when I'm playing Shadowfall. Okay. okay, I was just wondering. Or, like, when I'm streaming, I usually, um, I put in a party so I can keep talking without, like, having people be like, eh, shut up, you know? Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Anything else been playing this whole week? Um... Hmm. Halloween. Yeah, I restarted Pokemon Ultra Sun. Are you talking about the best-selling game in North America in September 2019 for the 3DS? Pokemon Ultra Sun. <laughs> it's a slow start. It's a strong September. Uh, yeah, no. Whoa, you restarted it. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you pick? Uh, Popplio. I respect it. Who'd you pick the first time? Um, every other time, except for one time, I picked Litten, which I don't like Litten's, like, final evolution. Yeah. Just because, like, there's a lot of dark types in there. I just, yeah, man, it grew on me, but... I could play as Tony the Tiger, I guess, but, like... (laughs) It grew on me, but I actually didn't love that he was also a wrestler. (laughs) I don't mind that he's a heel, but it's just, like, I don't know. I I want to see, I want to see a, like... Firestarter just like end up on all fours because they're all, they're always standing up. Wasn't Halucha new that gen too? No, that was sixth gen. Halucha, there's nothing wrong with Halucha. I just want to point that out right now. I also like you know it made people say the words Dark Lariat. I, I, I like that he exists for that reason. Yeah, because Cartier. 
Can I tell you a nerdy Pokemon Ultra Sun thing real quick? Yeah. It's really just about wrestling. It's got nothing to do with Pokemon Ultra Sun. Uh, that's such a cool translation thing to me because, like, Lariat is totally what we should be calling a clothesline. And some, like, nerds, like me, you know, the Lariat, Stan the Lariat Hansen. I ordered pizza under the name Stan the Lariat Hansen the other day. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, it's just cool that, like, in the translations, it's just like, Dark Lariat. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lariato. That's all I gotta say. End of the story. It got weird wrestling. Uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon <laughs> cartoon. So, any Halucha sightings? Um, no. Not yet. The, I'm like... You're walking. I made it to the trainer school. That's how far I am, which is like not that far in the game, but it's like a lot of hit and A. You know, yeah. you know you, you've played a Pokemon game before. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm experienced in that, yes. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's, um... I don't know, I just wanted to play a Pokemon game, and it's like, the, I would like to give the Sun and Moon games another chance, but at the same time, they're kind of fucking boring, so... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. But the music. Yeah, the music. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. For how long, the music? Ho- hopefully, Sword and Shield is alright. I do like the music of that game, dude. It's good music. Uh, it goes along times. with, uh, click, 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 click. Click, 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 walk 10 steps, click, click, click. Dan, what did you play this click, 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 week in gaming? <laughs> this click, click, week, click. Every, I mean, every game. It's, we're, we've done so many clicks at this point, we're playing every game. Click. Click, 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 click. <gasps> I played... Two games of note this week, Cartier. One thing I didn't play, the big update came for Dota Underlords. Everyone's playing this. It happened like two days ago, and I've been working and playing other things. Terrible. How does it make you feel? Behind. Sad. I was getting my shit in like before the update. I'm like, ooh, I better... While I understand this meta, I better get my shit in. <laughs> and I did. It's not what I played this week, but one of the things I did play this week in gaming, I played two games, I should say, that are often uh, confused for one another. <laughs> I played The Outer Worlds and The Outer Wilds. Cartier. Not on accident. I, play, <laughs> I played these both on purpose, purchased them separately, uh, and let's talk with let's talk about the lesser known one right now. Olivia is playing the other one as we speak in front of us. Yeah. So The Outer Wilds. The Outer Wilds is a game published by Annapurna, um, who recently, not recently, the last things I've played Annapurna-wise, What Remains of Edith Finch, Donut County last year, uh, Wadham comes out in December, published a lot of things I've been interested in for sure. Sayonara, Wild Hearts, was reviewing really well, and it just came out, I believe that's also Annapurna. The Outer Wilds is about... You are a four-eyed alien creature. You are on a planet called Timber Hearth. Like, Earth was an H, but then Timber before that. Different word. Timber Hearth, and you're in this galaxy that's got maybe, like, I don't know. Probably only, like, seven planets, but different places land. There's moons and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, And what it is, it's a space exploration game. You have so many tools. What you found out as you woken up that day is you're a space cadet, and today's the day that you launch. Uh, you've graduated, and you're going to launch. 
yourself with these ships that have gotten better over time but are known to break uh, with some gadgets that some are brand new and untested. And there's a few different things to do, but really you just have to go explore. They give you some things like, oh, if you use this, you know, this radio signal thing, you can tune into people's radio frequency. There's four different musicians out there playing different instruments. If you want to find them and talk to them, maybe they'll be helpful. Uh, otherwise, you know, this translates this ancient language, you know, go do whatever you gotta do. It's a survival game based on oxygen and fuel and just the fact that flying is hard, whether I'm talking about in the suit or in the ship, especially in the beginning, and you crash into things. And the first time you die, well, before you even leave, because uh, you wake up and you talk to people, it's your first day to launch. You get the launch codes, they show you the statue they just found, and its eyes light up, and its third eye lights up, and it saves your game, or maybe this is what it seems like at first. Then the first time you die, you get bopped back and you wake up at the same campfire on your home planet and to everyone else it's your first day launching still but you already it's like, a, it's like a groundhog day yeah you already have the launch codes and it's a time loop and it's not like it's a set amount of time but it is like when you die you reset uh because there's ways to refill your oxygen and your fuel and to prolong these things and get better at flying and land more safely and you can repair your vehicle or your, I'm sorry, your spaceship, <laughs> whether it be in space, the amount of times I've accidentally floated into the sun, Cartier, baker's dozen, like a, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Uh, and it's fun to just do these runs. Um, and it's to the point where some of the dialogue with NPC changes once you, you realize you're in a time loop and once the autopilot takes you into the sun for the first time because you didn't check your trajectory and you're like, this fucking ship's a death trap. And it's like... When did you become all about safety? <laughs> Come on, get back out there. So, it's fun. You're exploring the... There's a weird... A bunch of weird shit floating in space. I don't want to give too much away, but words like the dark bramble is a good word. Uh, the minish cap. Cartier. <laughs> the dark bramble. But it's fun, and you're exploring, and you're finding these ancient ruins, and you're going through it. And um, Quick example of some of these things, because I don't think I've done that good a job of explaining. But there's, like, two planets really close to the sun that are kind of attached to each other via, the, like, this sand bridge. And uh, they're really close to the sun. They're called the, I think, the Ash Twin and the Phoenix Twins. The, the Ash Twin and the Phoenix Twin. But they are the twins. Uh, and something like that is so different from Timber Hearth, which is more like Earth, which is so different from... Something like the Giant Deep. The Giant Deep is mostly water. It is the biggest planet in the solar system. You can see it, but it looks like it's covered by a green fog. Like there's this gas in the atmosphere you can't see through. Yeah. And it's the only one you can't really like... Because you could autopilot... You could set a trajectory and autopilot to it, and then you have to land yourself, even if you want to do it like that. Which, yeah. you know, both are fine. I feel like you probably do a mix of it. Uh, but that's the only one where even if you look at your landing view... You can't see where to land because it's just like that immense green fog. And then when you bust through, I think it's one of the times this game really shines. And I don't think I actually give it away because I've seen it in the commercials. Um, but it's one of the times it really shines. You bust through that green fog and it's like the calmness of space turns into just like the most ridiculous storm at sea you've ever seen because there's literally like eight tornadoes like water tornadoes and it's like they're always on this planet shifting and what they're doing is they're even like churning up these islands 
to the point where you'll be walking on an island and all of a sudden it's like there's no gravity because a tornado has pushed you so far you're now in space <laughs> on this island and everything's going to come and your only choice is to try and land in the water because you will die <laughs> mm-hmm. or try and use your jetpack which is on your spacesuit um, through some cheese it's real fun man and this is the one people aren't talking about it as much this is the one that was on game game pass six months ago PS4 last month or yeah. maybe this month 25 bucks uh, but yeah I was convinced I was going to buy this ever since we saw that trailer with the guy strumming the banjo. Yeah. I've been sold. Still haven't found that banjo guy. Of all the musicians I've found, I have not found the banjo. Fuck. But it's cool. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. So, there's this game, and then there's the other game of the little green people. Wadham? No, not Wadham. Fall Guys. Um, it's like, whatever it is, it's like two. They're little green guys, and they're like building the space station, and they're going to the moon yeah, and building man. the space station. What is that called? Oh, man. Yeah, I wonder how that compares to something like this. Yeah, yeah what was that called? Fuck. Yeah, I, do, I do know what you're talking about, yeah. though, yeah. Yeah, that's what's good. It's, space exploration has been fun. Being in your ship is fun. It's not huge. It's a place for your suit, a place for your log, because it's kind of, you are keeping the information through these runs, where it's like you're unlocking these mysteries, you know, there's people that were looking for the eye of the universe and building, like, crazy weaponry, and, like, uh, there's anglerfish involved somehow, and, like, something happened the other day I was unclear if it was a glitch or if it was literally, like, that game just trying to be that weird for a second, and I'm convinced it was trying to be that weird. It's all real good. Uh, it's enjoyable. What else did you play this week in gaming? Shout out to Outer Wilds. I also played Outer Worlds from <coughs> Obsidian. Not only is it Obsidian who made Fallout New Vegas, but since they made New Vegas, they have acquired within their team the people that the original creators of Fallout. Outer Worlds, it's safe to say it's got a Fallout vibe to it. I have not played that much of this game, Cartier. It came out on Friday night, or I guess Friday. I have worked a lot since then. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it last this morning at 2 a.m. <laughs> I pulled the trigger on that one and played a few hours. Played about an hour when I got home from work. And I got to say, enjoyable so far. The dialogue's real enjoyable. Um, yeah, I'm so early, but... I'm so early, but I'm liking the decisions so far. I talked to D'Angelo, who's a friend of the podcast, also playing it. And it's a really, a really early on thing. Um, it's barely a decision, but but essentially, he did something in the dialogue option that led people to attack someone else for them, and then the people he told to attack uh, that he convinced to do it, they died. And I did it, and I thought we had done the same thing, but my people lived, and I realized, I mean, it could have been intimidation, deception, or uh, a third one I can't remember, but there's multiple different dialogue things that can affect things here, and whatever one I picked was the one where they sadly were still alive, so I had to talk to them afterwards and continue having an interaction with them, but I like persuasion. I like how classic RPG this feels so far with like the persuasion and perception checks, and the deception checks, in a way where it's like, 
I mean, I'm giving too many words to it because it's not one of those games where it's like perception five. This option, if it says perception five, that means you unlock that because you already have perception five. It's not like take this chance. It's like this is also something you can do here because you've unlocked it. Yeah. Um, and it's something when I was doing my base attributes, something we just watched Olivia do. I put a lot into charm, Cartier. Nice. Because <laughs> I just want to charm my way through this game. Um, it's enjoyable. You are, unlike the last game, let me tell you some differences between Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds, Cartier. You're not a space cadet. You are a, a colonist. You're someone that was living on a planet, cryogenically frozen, and you are being sent by these huge corporations that run the world. You're being sent to the new colony to work. Um on a ship called The Hope, but it, it just fits with this whole podcast today. It was delayed, so you, everyone's been in, like, slowly going in this ship for, like, 70 extra years. Um, and a boy named, an old man named Phineas, bobs in, unleashes you, and uh, drops you into this world that you soon learn is... At least where you are, maybe this planet, maybe this city. It's controlled by one corporation in which everyone, like the first guy you talked to is like bleeding out and he's still just like, you know, giving you these corporate lines. I'm, I'm so early on, but I love how much the dialogue, it's one of those things where it's like, do not, this is not a game where it's like, and now do every dialogue option, because it's like, no, there are things in there where it's like, I shouldn't say this, like, this is clearly a totally, we should leave, left this, this is rude, <laughs> let's leave this unsaid, or if that's how we're playing, then I'm saying this in the beginning. There was one thing where they dropped me in, and I'm talking to this guy, and I asked him if he knows about the ship, the hope, is in the very beginning, and... And he's like, oh, old rumors from when I was a kid, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, there's an option where you can change the subject or you can be like, there's two different variations of being like, no, I'm fucking proof. That thing is real. Like, I'm fucking whatever. And there's no point in doing it because he just thinks you're crazy, but I couldn't help but go down that route. But then, uh, talking to a different resident of that town later, it's like, word has already spread that someone's fucking going on about some crazy wives' tales. And I don't want to be in trouble with nobody, Garnier. <laughs> I like the dialogue options seem to have, like, an effect. And already in the first side quest I've been given, it's like... Even if it's like, oh, this is questionably morally, but then immediately there's a character outside the door that's like, listen, I heard you talking to that guy. It's like, let me tell you why you should not do that. And you should instead do this. And not like an obvious, this seems like classic video game things. It's like, oh, side quest, like, don't help him, help me. Like, days gone. It's like, bring the body to my camp. Like, it's, I'm so early on, I don't really know yet, but it seems like it's not, it's not just morally black and white. It's gonna, it's like, I literally was reading dialogue options earlier. I turned to Olivia, I'm like, this game's gonna be hard. Like, just with decisions. This is one of the reasons I like Life is Strange, not to go there, but one of the reasons I like Life is Strange is because, like, sometimes those decisions, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, oh, no, I can't do either of these decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make either of these choices. Um, but I think I'm going to lie my way through this game. Nice. Um, I'm playing on hard, which seems like, seems like maybe a mistake because I didn't really put much... 
attributes into like firing weapons, which seems like it's something you do in this game a lot. Because uh, I'm like, I'll be a melee guy, hoping I get like a big old broadsword card here. <laughs> but no, Outer Worlds. <laughs> what they give you? Uh, so far? Yeah. Uh, well, I have the option the way the the stats go. You kind of build everything up under a certain category, up to 50, and then you, like, zero in. So right now I'm just one-handed or two-handed. I'm kind of... Both are just going up. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I do have, like, a, just a basic knife that I was chopping people up with. They give you, like, a scepter I don't love, and then essentially a lacrosse stick. A, <laughs> toss, a toss ball stick, if you will. I haven't used it yet, but it's two-handed. Um, I hear there's lightsabers... I just want one. I hope they deflect bullets. Because <laughs> nice. that's what's cool in this melee is you, you can block. I think there's like perfect blocking and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, parrying. Parrying. One of uh, my only early, because I'm so, like I said, so early in the game. First off, oh man, this scratches this fucking itch for me though. Just like, I don't know if it's the picking shit up. I don't know if it's the dialogue options. I don't know if it's the fucking NPC interactions and the story itself. Or just being in a another well realized like world, mm-hmm. um, but no, it's definitely scratching an itch. One thing I don't like early, I don't know if there's a stealth, a stealth thing you unlock later, but if you sneak up to someone, there's no like clean uh, stealth kill animation or anything. If you if you sneak up behind someone successfully and want to kill them with a melee weapon, you just as of this point, from what I understand, whack them, hit them with it, and then. Hit him again. No vats in this game. Uh, something like vats. I mean, it's really just like... It's hard to even call it vats. You know? It's more like... Um, what did Red Dead, the Redemptions, and Gun call it? And It's just slowing down time, but critical hits do go up. The percentage oh, dead for, eye? For, yeah, yeah. Dead eye, exactly. Critical hits definitely go up. But I mean, so many games do that at this point. Vats... In my head, Vats completely stops time. Not in 76, as I understand it, but Vats completely stops time, and you, like, see the percentages for, like... It's a different system. Um, But there is something like that. A tactical mode. um, A tactical time mode. But haven't gone too far into that. I finally got to the first city. It's Edgewater, and I'm just really enjoying it, Cartier. Um, Also, I, I met a computer... Like, cause I got, got a ship, seemingly, and there's a computer named Ada. All the characters have been good, even even the AI. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, Cartier. Okay. I'm enjoying it. No, yeah, it's, um, I've been thinking about picking it up, but I'm, I haven't been sure or whatever, so it's good to right now be able to see, like, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This week in... Gaming. Gaming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. That's the end of the podcast. It's not the end of the podcast, Cartier. we got some quick news to go over. Time for the meat and or the potatoes of this podcast, Cartier. We could say the pumpkins or the gourds. Indeed, the gourds more than anything, I'd say. Um, I was trying to think of specific names for a segment on the podcast about recent video game news uh, focusing on delays. And obviously, I spent weeks. uh, I delayed this podcast a few times trying to think of a name. And I think I got the perfect one. I think it's classy. I think it's short. I think it's to the point. And that's 
Do you know delay criteria? Um, delays 2019 Cartier. Uh, that knuckles meme didn't do anything for you. You know, do we? Damn it. Uh, so Cartier. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell ya. <coughs> A few different things have happened recently. Um, what to go through first? I'm gonna blaze through this shit so we can just have some fun at Bethesda's expense at the end. What? Um, not even at the end. I mean, delays. Things have been delayed this week. Let's go with the most recent news. We haven't talk, talk about news in a while, so we'll go further and further back. The Last of Us 2 delayed to spring 2020. Uh, old date, February 21st. Now, May 29th. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read... For this one, I would like to actually read the official. Would you like to read it, Cartier? Um, Let me look at it. It's not highlighted. I wanted to highlight it for you. You can look at it. It starts right about Miar. It's actually the only things in quotes is all Neil Druckmann quotes. So if you just want to read anything in quotes from Neil Druckmann, I would appreciate that. It might involve a little skimming. At this point, we are faced with two options. Compromise parts of the game or get more time. We went with the latter. And this is the new release date. This new release date allows us to finish everything from our level of satisfaction while also reducing the stress on the team. While we're relieved that we won't have to compromise our vision, he concluded, we're disappointed that we weren't able to avoid the exact situation. We wish we could have foreseen the amount of polish we needed, but the size and scope of this game got better for us. And we hate disappointing our fans. Oh, God. And for that, we're sorry. Thank you, Mr. Druckmann. Uh, so we, put, we pulled that from your, Neil Druckmann, but from Eurogamer. Jason Schreier afterwards says that the delay of this game will also affect, even though Ghost of Tsushima has no date, where it was apparently going to be in 2020 is now pushed even later, uh, according to that man. But who knows? Yeah. Uh, Obviously, when people are disgruntled at a job, they're talking to Jason Schreier. Possibly, when people are working at Ghost of Tsushima, they're talking about, who knows? Jason Schreier just had a baby. Congratulations. <laughs> Kotaku. Uh, so that's fine. You know, it's delayed. It's, it's fine, Cartier. It's fine. Uh, of all things, you know, they wanted the Naughty Dog level of polish on the whole game. Okay, I'm yeah. fine with it. Uh, it also sounds like... <clears throat> it sounds like... Uh, Whatever, however much extra time they asked for, it must have been past, must have been into April, because they gave until May, and they didn't need to do that. Yeah. But, like, I think qu- the quarter ends March 31st, so if you're not going to make March 31st, you might as well get even more time. Because that's a big delay, right? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. We don't make games, right? One from, like, what, like, this year to February to... Right. Didn't April. Last of Us have, like, a no... Interesting, yeah. Did it have like a November date? I don't think it had an official date, but I think it was just like... 2019. They're just like, it's on the way. Questionable, who knows? It's coming. How many times Shenmue 3's been delayed? November 18th? 19th? I have a story about that. So yes. I got the yes, late, sure. I got the latest issue of Game Informer, and it's um, the front of it's awesome because it's just like Pokemon. Like the whole thing is Pokemon. 
Oh, but, Shenmue 3. Yeah, no, exactly. It goes, um, the articles in there is, like, the chunk of it that's Pokemon, and right after it's, like, going in-depth Shenmue 3, and I was gonna bring it because I was gonna be like, eh. Probably like a Yu Suzuki interview. <laughs> it's our YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pokemon Shenmue. <laughs> On top of all that, Cartier... Ubisoft, uh, let me, I'll pull in this one from Eurogamer too. Eurogamer is who I go to when things are delayed. Ubisoft delays Watch Dogs, Legion, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, moral of the story, I'll read, this is a even sadder one, so I'll, I'll read this one. But oh boy. Moral of the story is that, uh, What am I trying to say? Oh, yeah. Moral of the story is Division 2 didn't do so, so hot, and then Ghost Recon Breakpoint just came out and really didn't do, do so hot. So now it's like... Now it's like, whoa. Now Eve's just saying things like... <clears throat> when he's speaking candidly... This is from Eurogamer. Thank you, Matt Wales, reporter, Eurogamer. Uh, when he's speaking candidly about Breakpoint in a press release accompanying today's announcement, Ubisoft CEO Eve's Gamo explained that while the game's quality appeared on track prior to release, critical reception and sales during the game's first weeks were very disappointing. Uh, so yeah. Despite its relative failure, however, Ubisoft says it will continue to support the game and, I quote, and listen to the community in order to deliver the necessary improvements. But they go to say they know exactly why uh, those things went wrong, whatever. Moral of the story is... This affects everything Ubisoft's doing. Yeah. Everything except Assassin's Creed, you're saying much. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and I guess you could also say, you know, what about Just Dance or what about Beyond Good and Evil 2? But one of those falls in the Assassin's Creed category and one of them falls into, who knows when Beyond Good and Evil 2 is ever coming out? I'm playing a lot of space games. I've been thinking about Beyond Good and Evil yeah. a good amount. Uh, more things delayed, things on things being delayed. I in this Eurogamer stack of news, Cartier Conan O'Brien being in Death Stranding is in there, and we don't have to talk about it. But he gives you an otter suit that helps you swim. Huh? Not a joke. <laughs> Jeff huh. Keeley and Conan O'Brien. Whoa! This uh, week in Kojima. Let's talk about let's talk about Fallout. The final bit of the delays. Very recently, Bethesda announced that. Oh, and I mean, at E3, they announced NPCs were coming to Fallout 76. Nice. That's exciting. I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, it's kind of it, cool. It seems like it'll be cool. More recently, they announced that will be delayed until next year. <laughs> oh, man. And even more recently than both of those previous announcements, Bethesda has announced a uh, $12.99 a month subscription called Fallout First to Fallout 76. Uh... It can also be $100, $100 for a year, or what is it, $12 or $13 for a month. Uh, with this, you get, are you ready for what you get with this cartoon? Yeah, I'm excited. $100, $100 a year. Uh, you will get a raft of features <laughs> that players of the online-only Fallout game have called for since launch, such as private worlds, with, <gasps> with mod support to come later, a scrap box for unlimited junk storage, a survival tent that creates a new, placeable fast travel point with a stash, sleeping bag, and more. 
1,650 atoms per month to use in the shop. That is the real life. You use your money to get that currency, your real life money to get that virtual currency right here. So wait, they're going to give me virtual currency for money for the season pass? Yeah, I don't know how much um, 1650 equates to. Mm, something worth looking up. Uh, of note... According to Wesley Yinpool, of note, only the owner of the private world is required to be a Fallout First member. Nice, so you can run a uh, run a server and then invite others to it. That's that's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, um, this on. Let's take a second step back from this. This on the heels of rumors of Fallout seventy six going free to play. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Which it never did. After. I believe you brought up earlier when we were talking, it's currently on Game Pass for $1 to $9, however much you're paying for Game Pass. Yep. Um, you know, obviously, you know, just on that, it's, you're not getting all these things, but I think two things are draws in this country. Before we talk about if it's worth it, I think two things are draws, and we kind of talked about this earlier. One, to me, just, I haven't played 76, but games like this, and even just playing Fallout 4 and kind of understanding how much junk you might have and what you might be dreaming of building. Unlimited junk storage, cool. I mean, not... I don't want to just pay that money for that, obviously, but, like, no, that's one of the things that puts me more on boat for, more on the boat for a voyage like that. Um, and then, obviously, the private. Probably when they're like, what people have been asking for, I bet they've mostly been asking for private service. Mod support. And mod support on the private service. Uh... To come eventually, with those NPCs that are coming eventually, and last I heard, this could be out-of-date corrections next week, two weeks from now if I get this wrong, but yeah. uh, one of the bugs for the unlimited storage thing was people were putting their junk in storage, going, checking on it later, and it was gone, <laughs> which is frightening, and how do you trust something that has infinite storage if it loses the first thing you put in there, understandably, when you're paying however much money you're paying? Uh... Cartier, what are your thoughts on this $60 game flipping the script to the subscription service? Which I don't think is, like... What's, how much is the Battle Pass? Tell me how much... Battle Pass is a one-time thing, and it gets you, like, months worth of content. Is it correct? For, like, what? Like, Apex? Or, like... Yeah, yeah let's talk about... Yes, like an Apex. So, for Apex, it's, like, I think, like, $10 like the season pass and then you get to unlock all the bullshit during the season with yeah like side monetization happening obviously which yeah. is happening here too uh yeah but no, I'm talking about like the the Xbox like the Xbox service that has all those games that you pay like however much a month and you can play any of the games on there <laughs> and that's not yeah. or less a lot of times if, yeah. you, if you don't have it right now and you went and signed up for it it would be less I assume mhm yeah, that's <laughs> like that. That's going on there, and like Fallout seventy six is on that. Thirteen dollars. Uh, I don't know. I just want to. I want to know what's going on with Bethesda. Like, are you worried? I don't know. Where's Todd Howard? Todd Howard. I almost named my character in Outer Worlds Todd Howard. That's funny. Yeah, I thought it would be funny, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm just not Howard. that funny a guy. <laughs> Got a lot of charm. <laughs> He's got a lot of charm. Oh man, <laughs> strength and charm through the roof. Uh, no, no, just like as a company yeah. though. Like what a what 
they had in possession. Like I, I see that I see that they're coming out with Doom sixty four for like the Switch. You know. Yeah, and they're it's doing a, that. Like that's a good idea. It's a pre-sale um, pre-order bonus for the PC version and the Xbox version, also of Eternal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's a good move. Yeah. I but mean, it's like we can make fun of them and say positive things. I agree. Yeah, but like, what are they? What are they doing with their Fallout? And like, that makes me scared for whatever's going to go on with like Elder Scrolls, you know? Because like, yep. What if it's like Fallout seventy six? I think Elder Scrolls will be like the return to form. They're going to know they need to do it more, yeah. but not by the because like I haven't I haven't played online. Like I haven't yeah. played Elder Scrolls online, so I don't know like if that's anything like how seventy six is. I think Elder Scrolls Online continues to live through the launch of Elder Scrolls. I could be way off base. Maybe overestimating how big Bethesda is. But, yeah, maybe this is the only way for this game to continue to live, and they know that they still have players, and they don't want to abandon it. So, it just feels it feels weird. <laughs> yeah, it is, is kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> like, you all right? <laughs> you hurry over there? Oh, I love you, baby. Thanks, Bethesda. <laughs> I was talking to Bethesda, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm worried about Bethesda. I wasn't sure. No, that's okay. <laughs> good to know you're doing. Doing good. Hope Todd Howard is doing as good. Uh, he's like, personally, I'm fine, Dan. I'll call in next week. Whoa, calling in. That'd be cool. <laughs> so... Bethesda, it's just interesting to talk about. Uh, I think we covered everything. NPCs being delayed is the funniest part to me, but then like the subscription thing happened right after. I'm like, how am I going to talk about all that and then not talk about also for $12 a month? Uh, mods, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I think the private server is the big selling point there, but I, th- I guess that would still be overpriced. I don't know. I'm not... I'm not so well versed in those things. Nicholas Cartier. Nicholas Cartier. It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Yeah. September NPDs. I've got yeah. not just the North American sales reports for September, brought to you by Matt Piscatella on Twitter and the North American PD group. I don't know what NPD stands for. The NPD group. Uh, some exciting year to date uh, video game sales. Whoa, numbers. Numbers matter Ooh. sometimes, Katia. Just because some major <coughs> shit happened last week. I had heard that NBA 2K... Let's start. Let's start with 2K. I had heard that NBA 2K20 had the best month that any sports game had ever had in the history of video games. Which, nice. I was like, damn. Good for them. That was before I read... Let me flip to this page of the NPDs, Katia. Uh, yes, highest launch month sales of any sports title in history, but it also instantly became uh, the best-selling game of 2019 to date. Really? O- over the Kingdom Hearts of the World, over the uh, Mortal Kombat, had it for a little while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, number one best-selling game for 2019 so far, just from September sales is NBA 2K20. Uh, crazy, Cartier, because that means that that's Take 2, and then Borderlands 3 also came out. So Take 2 had a hell of a month. Do you want to hear the top 10 sales? And I don't know if we do a guessing game for any of these. Probably one of them, Cartier. Yeah. At least one of them. 
Do you want to do the whole year or do you want to do September? Um, your choice, my friend. And then we'll just run through some of the other numbers afterwards. But I always like to have a little fun card here. September. Wake me up. When September ends. September 2019, top 20 games, physical and full digital sales. Ranked on dollar sales. The top 20 games, Cartier. I'm going to say right now that you can name all... I, I guarantee you can name 18 of them. And that's with me giving you number one, which I already gave you, which is NBA 2K20. Mm-hmm. Number nine... Sorry, number 19. Number 19, which is Catherine, because what the fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then one more of your choice you can wait to, you know... Have to give me for the number, but that is still a tall task. That would be seventeen more with your one gimme. Top twenty for September, all platforms. Nicholas Cartier. Hmm. Super Smash Bros. <clears throat> Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is thirteenth overall for September twenty nineteen. Also, it looks like we do have. We do have digital sales from the Nintendo eShop now. Nice. That's cool. NPDs wouldn't always like that. Nice. Uh, Twin Houses. Whoa, I don't know what the fuck that is, Cartier. Uh, fucking Fire Emblem. Oh. Surprise. Twin Houses, Three Houses. Surprisingly not. Not on there? Yeah, not Damn. in September. Just had a crazy August. Maybe. Whoa. Um. Hmm. Fuck. What's it called? Uh, Mario Kart Deluxe. Whoa, he's going to the well. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 is 10th overall for the September. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> There's like some secret like monetization system we don't know about with Mario Kart 8 <laughs> called People Keep Buying It. Uh, such a good game. Hmm. Um, is Grand Theft Auto on there? Which one? Five. <laughs> is there more than one on there? No. Grand Theft Auto Five is twelfth uh, <laughs> overall. Is Red Dead on there? Also, Take Two Interact. Red Dead Redemption Two is also a year later, still on the top twenties. It's fifteen. You haven't cracked the top ten yet. You did get the tenth one. I'm sorry. Mario Kart Eight. But um, you're picking away at the field. I'll give you that. I don't know. Is FIFA on there? Baby, going for the throat. I think FIFA just came out, Cartier. FIFA 20, number three overall. Oh, is Minecraft on there? Bam. Mom didn't raise no fool. You hit the GTA 5, the Mario Kart 8, and the Minecraft. <laughs> number 11. Is, is, Sky, is Skyrim on there? The mainstays. No, that's a hell of a guess. Is uh, Fallout 76 on there? <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> is Spider-Man on there? I, uh, I'm like, I bet it is. It is Marvel Spider-Man. <laughs> 18th. Nice. Huh, what other games came out? Is, um... No, those ones wouldn't be on there because they just came out. Is Cuphead on there? No, sir. Huh. 
Is Madden on there? Madden NFL 20. Fifth overall. What about MLB? The show. No. Huh. But I think it was out. I think it had a good month before. Yeah. Hmm. What other games are there? Cut to you and snap my pants. Nice. Been a long day. <laughs> Is Judgment on there? No. Sadly. <laughs> um, Crash Team Racing. Incorrect. How many of them do I have right now? Oh. Half them, maybe. Jesus Christ. Ten down, ten to go with one gimme. Hmm. Oh, fuck. I don't even play video games. Um. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is Apex Legends on there? No. Is Fortnite on there? No. Um. PUBG? No. Wake me up when September ends. Cartier, while you still have a lot of games left, I want to say this to you. Because we give hints. I don't want to see what's happened before happened to you, which is you get everything except for things that start with Tom Clancy. Oh, shit. Um, One of which is the reason why Ubisoft has all those delays. Yeah. Ghost Recon? It is. Ghost Recon is not doing well. Is the Division on there? But, oh. As well? The Division 2. There is another Time Clancy, but it's not Division 2. It's just, it's the Mario Kart 8. Uh, But no, Ghost Recon was still 6th overall. Is Wildlands on there? Is that what it is? No. Oh, you should just give it to me. Do you want that to be the gimme? I mean, I get, if you're going to play no, Hardball. No, I'm just going to say Tom Clancy. You get, it's Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, for sure. It keeps selling forever, man. People love it. <laughs> Someone on the YouTube was asking me if I play Siege. You're like, I'm too busy playing fucking Counter-Strike. Playing Apex. <laughs> oh, how many you got left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight left. Cartier. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Isn't she lovely? Mario Maker 2. Incorrect. Pikmin 4. Good guess, but no. Well, you think, I gotta tell you, year-to-date dollar sales attract video game software are flat at $3.9 billion. Can I ask a question? Yes, sir. How many more Nintendo games are on there? Uh, does that have to be made by Nintendo or just something on the Switch? Uh, made by Nintendo. Like, Good, because o- obvious, obvious Nintendo game. Obvious... Two, two obvious Nintendo boys. <laughs> Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Um, Mario Party's not on there. No. Not today. Ooh, is Breath of the Wild still on there? 
Number 20, nice. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Also, Cartier, I want to give you a little credit and tell you that um, year-to-date top 10 sellers, Division 2 is still on there. So there's just too many Tom Clancy games to fucking keep up with, man. Because Division 2 did have such good sales that it's I just don't still play this Tom, Clancy, Tom Clancy games. So much Clancy. You're like, thank God fucking the other one, Splinter Cell, didn't come out. Yeah. People, Walmart can. <laughs> Um, an obvious Nintendo has been eliminated. Alright, what's the gimme? What do you want to give me? Uh, for the gimme, I want to give you the numbers of what's left, their ranking, and you pick a number. All right? Okay. So, you can either pick from 2, 4, 7, 8, 9, 14, or 17. Uh, give me 17. Good, good pick, dude. Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. <laughs> no chance in hell. Either of us gets that for fucking uh, just guessing. That's decent. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Hmm. Gotta get, gotta get that. Got, got, got. got what got, other got, games? Got, what are video games? Ooh, take it away. Take it away with you. Okay. Tish, take it. I'm sorry. Other games. <laughs> um. other facts. What are the facts you got? NBA 2K20 debuts as the best-selling game of September. This <laughs> is the same fact. Do you want... Okay, do you want this meeting? I can keep going through the facts while you think. Maybe it'll help you think of one. Probably not. Uh, Borderlands 3 sets a new franchise. Launch oh, Borderlands 3. <laughs> <laughs> Launches as the third best-selling game of 2019 year to date. So what are they at? Number 2? Uh, is yeah. that number four? No, you're right. Number two. Uh, number four is a game that did come out in September. It's a hot topic, and people have already talked about it on the podcast. It's hot. Maybe it was end of August, but I think it was September. Oh, was it Outer Worlds? Outer no. Wilds? No. No, no. I wish. Devil May Cry 4? Uh, no. Nine less, though? No, no. Yeah. Also 5, but it doesn't Whatever. We know what you fucking meant. Yeah. We know what you meant. Uh, Outer Wilds only 25, too. They have to sell so many copies to, like, Crash Bandicoot style, $40 game, but somehow is like, 5th, and then PD's. Killing it. You know what else is like, Crash? Diddy Kong. <laughs> That's not where I was going. <laughs> um, Spyro. The Sonic racing trilogy. Is Sonic on there too? Sonic is not. We sure. listen in a perfect world. Sonic racing's killing it. Yeah. Spyro's on there though. What's sick? Yeah, Spyro is fourteen. The only things left for you: uh, number four, number seven, number eight, number nine. I'll give you one more gimme, Cartier. Only if you think you can get the other three. I can't get the other three. <laughs> In that case, I'll give you two guineas, and you have to try and get the other two. Um. Hmm. Uh, Ultimate Alliance. Good guess, but no. Damn. That is a really good guess. Because there's a Nintendo one left. 
Cartier, seven, eight, and nine. Which one do you want to actually guess? Nine. Okay. So I'll give you number seven, which is Gears 5. Number yes. number eight, which I was hoping you wouldn't have to guess this one, and it would be a gimme. Code Vein. Number nine. Number nine and number four. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Good guess, but no. Damn. That's a really good guess. That's number two currently um, year-to-date just being beaten by fucking 2K. Yeah. I'm sure Borderlands 3 will beat it. Crazy. Anthem's still seventh overall from its really good start. It sold really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's seventh overall year-to-date. Hmm. I don't know. They were hard ones, I'll give you. I'll give you that. The one that, no matter what, I thought was still going to end up stumping you was NHL 20. Yeah, I, <laughs> ne- I never get them. You did so good going through almost all the sports games, and we're at that part I of the I always year. forget one. It's true. Like, one of them. It's usually one basketball. Was, <laughs> I'll say one year was two. It was two. <laughs> and then, Cartier, the one that people have already been on here talking about... The one that came out in September. The one that is also a Nintendo boy. The, the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which would also, I think it, I think that is like sixty. Where was that one at? Fourth overall. Nice. That's yeah, pretty damn good. Year to date, uh, all platforms. Two K twenty is number one. M K eleven number two. Borderlands three number three. Then it's Madden, Kingdom Hearts, The Division two, Anthem. Smash, Smash Brothers, Resident Evil 2, still holding on, and GTA 5, 10th best-selling game overall for this year. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so that's year-to-date, meaning January till now. Cartier, you know I just love stats, so for the last 12 months, what if you had one guess, like, from this date, September till last September, best-selling game. Just for funsies. I mean, NBA. Yo, that's a really good guess. <laughs> it's it's fourth overall. Uh, and all these other games had like a full year on it, pretty much, too. It's fourth overall. That's, pretty, that's a good guess. <laughs> uh, so, above, above 2K20, MK11 right underneath it. And Borderlands right underneath that. But above 2K20, it's Smash Brothers Ultimate. Came mm-hmm. out late in the year. Uh, Black Ops 3, The Blops. And then Best Selling Game, I think came out right around this time, Red Dead Redemption 2. For sure. Uh, craziness. Good times. I love the numbers, Cartier. Numbers. Uh, so the 2K franchise surpasses Guitar Hero to now rank as the sixth biggest video game franchise in tracked history, full game dollar signs. Nice. Um, and then Borderlands 3 sets a new franchise launch month sales record. All that good shit. Uh, 2K20 is number one for the PS4 with just a bunch of sports shit following it. <laughs> and Code Vein beat Spider-Man this month. Minecraft is like the GTA 5 of... Yeah. Minecraft did better than GTA 5 in September for the PS4. Bro, GTA 5 might be the Minecraft one. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Do you think 2K20 is number one also for the Xbox? Yeah. It's number two, Borderlands 3. They both clearly did really good. Take two, beat and take two. Gears 5 obviously did 
did good on Xbox One. Um, Neighborville. 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 Anything else interesting, Cartier? Bunch of numbers. A bunch of stuff. 3DS, I brought up that Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Number one, number two. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Good for them. Great job. Great job, everyone. Good job, Game Freak. Oh, I have I have the sheet twice. But but yeah, two K twenty and Borderlands. So those are just obviously D'Angelo just bought those games multiple times and then yeah, pop those sales up, inflate those numbers. For sure, probably false. Probably some money changing hands. Shouldn't make insinuations about companies that are you know court cases about laundering money and alleged fraud. Or, Whoa, they're doing good, though. They're making good money. <laughs> <laughs> Cartier, it's been a, it's been a spooky time. Um, it's been a spooky episode. Any uh, Anything else you want to get in? Yeah, get your shit in when you can, obviously. Hmm. Uh, anything else you want to get in before we, we end this spooktacular? Yeah. Uh, mini, mini segments. Mini segments? Then, what's new in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's? What is new in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? I don't know. I'm glad you asked. Because <laughs> it, they just, uh, so they just, um, had, a uh, I forgot who they were, what, like, news agency or whatever they were talking about, whether it was, like, IGN or whatever, but apparently that you're gonna be able to play as Majin Vegeta during Majin Vegeta when he's fighting Boo. Oh, nice. So he's like, that's gonna be one of the things that you're gonna play as in that game. Yeah. Oh, man. You're gonna, like, blow yourself up? It's gonna be cool. Will I be able to kill innocents as Majin Vegeta? Maybe. Before that? Like, put my hand towards the stands and just don't even look and just blast their lives, their souls out of their bodies. Maybe. <laughs> Sick. Uh, good shit. That's exciting. Fuck. When is Kakarot December? No, it's 2020. I think it's 2020, yeah. Do we have a date or is it just floating? I think it's uh, like January, early January. You're one of the first games of 2020. I think it might be. January 16th. Do you have fear for Ghost of Tsushima to, like, miss 2020 now? I think it'll just come out late, but who knows. No, I'm going to be, like, stock full of video games to play by, like, the time this game comes out. I'm going to have this game, I'm going to have Pokemon, and probably Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, when's Fallen Order? Uh, Same fucking day as Pokemon, 15th. Wow. They're both coming out on the same day. It's going to be a good day for my fantasy critic. Too many games. That's true. Oh, man, you take the lead that day. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, de- depending on how well Luigi's Mansion does on Thursday. Whoa. Whoa, by the end of... <laughs> you, you might have it wrapped up by November. Might yeah. be buying you a bag of bubblegum and a large milkshake and... And the trophy. Trophy's already here. Yeah, up for grabs, obviously. <sighs> what's, your favorite, what's your favorite part about uh, life so far? No. <laughs> Have you... Did you get Medieval yet? No, I haven't gotten it yet. Is it almost out, or did it just come out? I have no idea, to be honest. It's I not think on it's, the list. I think it's around the corner. It's it's either around the corner or just came out. Maybe it's also a Halloween release date. Are they trying to be cute? I think the other day we were looking at the prices of them on the thing, and the Digital Deluxe was like a one price, and then the other one was the other price. Well, I think that was us. It's real. It might have been us. It might have been. I think that was the day we played Dra- watched Dragon Ball. But was it for pre-order? I have no idea. 
Spooky, spooky skeletons. Also, my buddies at work want me to buy um, Modern Warfare. How does that make you feel? Uh, cross-platform. Now that things are cross-platform, everyone wants everyone's friends to buy Call of Duty, and this isn't a joke or a rant, but I've had a lot of these conversations. <laughs> like, it's a thing. People are yeah. like, oh man, this guy wants me to buy Call of Duty now. So now I find myself, like, checking back in with people, just because I'm like, you know, like, talk about video games. Like, hey, so you buying Call of Duty? <laughs> Remember when you were talking about getting convinced? And, uh, cross-play. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Easier to form, uh, yeah, no, easy, yeah, no, just, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yep. I hear people want it. Will Wadham be cross-play? Yes. It's gonna be co-op, that's for sure. Gotta be in the same room if we're gonna hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that, maybe that doesn't have to be true. This Week in Gaming. Cartier, um, well, I gotta say, I have a happy Halloween, I have a safe one, uh, if you're going trick or treating with the with youngins, uh, or you yourself are a youngin, uh, or if you're on the edge and you're maybe almost too old, the cusp. If you're on the cusp of, you know, getting the looks, you know, but you still have a costume, so you're confident that this year it'll be okay, and maybe next year the way you've been growing, you know, height wise, it might be a questionable. Uh, you know, just be aware when you're crossing the road. This is a good, you know, for your whole life. As Ryo Hazuki says in Shenmue 1. Father. You gotta be... Fa- no! You gotta be careful crossing the road, Megumi. Like, you gotta be careful. Alright? I don't care if you're going to the candy shop. Look both ways before you cross the damn road. Uh, and I think that makes sense with, you know, a night like Halloween. Cartier, where you are literally going to the, the candy shop, maybe you're going to the rich people's neighborhoods because they have better candy, you know, I don't know if, like, strategies have changed over the years, Cartier, but flashlights are good, if you got real youngins, you gotta hold those hands, and, uh, you know, you gotta live your life in a safe and prosperous way. Do you think that dressing up your son as Spider-Man is pushing the Sony agenda on him. Make it a great day or not. The choice. No, we can't do that yet. We haven't done the plugs. Oh, wow. We could have. I like. I liked it. I like, I like no-selling the things I say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate it. Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. <laughs> 